You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Sons of Thunder show. I'm Father Justin Waltz. And I'm Father Josh Waltz. We're brothers in blood. Brothers, brothers in, in the, the priesthood. priesthood. All right, man. We just... Uh, Got done with a really awesome We came up with that one. <laughs> We're sitting with the students. We came up with that we one. We still got the students in the background. Um, and on that first segment, we talked about uh, the first part of this leadership class. And in this second segment, uh, we're going to address uh, what we've been advertising all week that would be on this show. And that was actually uh, the Myers-Briggs personality type. So... Uh, I've only been teaching this class for two days. Uh, they had a day of reflection yesterday, and now we have the radio show today. And so we have not officially gotten into the Myers Briggs. We're starting with some questions, and we're starting. We're going into Carl Jung. Uh, the Did greatest, they already take it? Yes, they have all already taken um, this particular test. But so we just wanted to take uh, the next little section of the show and tell all of our listeners. Um, exactly what the Myers-Briggs personality type uh, profile is. So now I don't want to ruin my class. Uh, so I'm, I feel like I'm on the air teaching 2 million people and I'm teaching my students at the exact same time. So let this re- be a day of remembrance in the leadership class. Father Nelson, for all of his intellectualism, never had a radio show that he brought to the class. Okay. Also remember, statistics say that people only remember 3% of what you talk about. Yeah. So <laughs> hit the big point. <laughs> so in a nutshell, there are 16 different personalities that exist in the human race. Now, the interesting part about this is these 16 personalities have actually been in the human race for the totality of the human race. But it, it, hasn't, it wasn't discovered until uh, the early 1900s that these, in fact, existed. And so it began uh, with Carl Jung, who basically said that there were 12, and he started uh, to list the characteristics of the 12 and give each of these 12 a name. And uh, Isabel Briggs is the one that was a kind of a, a disciple of Young, so to speak. And she picked it up and along with her husband, Dr. Myers, as well as her mother, uh, Catherine Briggs, developed what we call uh, the Myers-Briggs personality type. And so again, what it is, is it's 16 personalities that are, that are not necessarily easily uh, found, but they are definitely clear and totally uh, precise, concise, and describable. And within that, then, there are four different varying factors, okay? And so you split those four factors into opposites, and you have eight on each side. So to begin with, you're either an introvert or you're an extrovert. The second one is either you are a sensor or you are intuitive. So obviously, we, we know what introvert, extrovert means, right? You're more of an interior individual, less communicative with uh, the exterior world, or you are extremely uh, um, communicative with the exterior world, even one might say thinking outside of yourself as the extrovert. The sensor versus the intuitive, though, is a little bit different. The intuitive is easily described as uh, being able to uh, feel within your intuition 
the reality of the person that you are communicating with, right? So you are very, very aware of their feelings and potentially thoughts uh, and emotions as you're communicating with them. And it doesn't necessarily uh, stop at just one person. It might be a whole group and your own person. So intuitive people are highly inter-reflective of their own thoughts. One might even say contemplative, okay? Now, that's going to differ a little bit if you're an introvert or an extrovert. More about that in a second. The antithesis or the opposite of that is the sensor. And sensors, uh, it's the easiest way to describe them would be they're very aware of detail. So this is the S, right? So this is what it is as it's presented to me. I don't feel beyond it. I don't see the possibilities of what could be. I see what actually is. Okay, so that's the S versus the N. The third type marker with, within the personality is either you are a thinker or you are a feeler. Feelers are highly aware of how the community and, and people interact with each other. So it's a value system, right? So these are the folks that, that, that are, are just very aware of interpersonal relationship how everybody interpersonally fits together, how the, the society is constructed, how the group is constructed, and they really care about their place in that. Thinkers are exactly what they sound like. Uh, they are way less uh, concerned about the individual, per se, or the, excuse me, the group, more concerned about the individual that they're talking to when you talk about human relationship, but they're more concerned with logic than they are with value of persons. Now, that's not a bad or a good thing, and I should say that about all of this. It's neither here nor there. It's just what it is, okay? And as we've already been talking about uh, in this particular class, there's questions that need to be asked before you ever find out what your personality is because the fact of the matter is is that a lot of people are self-judging themselves and critiquing themselves based upon a hardwired psychological predisposed type. When they're like, oh, why am I, you know, less uh, appreciative of people? And I, I'm, I'm more logical in my disposition towards other. Well, if that's the way you were born, that is neither a virtue or a sin. It's just exactly who you are. Okay, so you're either a thinker or a feeler. And then finally, you have the J versus the P. So it's the judge versus the perceiver. The judges are predominantly concerned with exactly how it sounds, process, legality, rules, uh, and, and, and procedure. And so whatever those things are that are in place, they are to be followed uh, verbatim, and they matter. The perceiver, on the other hand, doesn't really care about any of that stuff at all. As a matter of fact, the perceiver would see those types of things as a hindrance maybe to their abilities. They're there to guide the person, but they're not there to be followed necessarily if they get in the way. Okay? But here is the really important part about uh, the P or the J. The P or the J, depending on what you are, determines what middle letter is your primary mode of action, meaning that if you are a J, it is the third. So if you're, if you're a judge, like an INTJ, then your primary mode of relating to the world will be thinking. And in the case of an introvert, it will be interior thinking. The second 
uh, process then that they will depend upon would be, if you're a J, would be the, the second letter. So if you're an INTJ, you would be predominantly a thinking. And then secondly, you would be intuitive. So you would re- rely on your intuition second, but you would be predominantly logical first. And then you would be a J, so your process, procedure, law, uh, and rule orientated. If, in, if you were an ENTP, then you would rely predominantly on the second letter, not the third, the second letter, because P's go to the second letter, not the third letter. So in the case of an ENTP, the ENTP would be predominantly relating through the world with their intuition. So they're very intuitive, very future vision orientated, and predominantly see the, you know a deep reality of the interior of everybody that they're with. Okay, their second then becomes the third lever, which in the case of an ENTP would be the T. So they're, they're secondly logical, functioning out of their uh, intuition. Now. That's the, the subsets. There's 16 of them. For our listeners, all the kids here have uh, already gone and taken this test, and so we're going to get into the ancillary and all this sort of stuff, because like, everybody has a weakness, and whatever is in that, whatever, if you're a J or a P, whatever your second mode of action is, the opposite of that. So if we use the NTP, the primary mode of action is the N and then the T which means that the ancillaries are the S and the F, which means for an ENTP, if they can develop their ancillaries, their weaknesses, their S and their F, their sensing and their uh, communal orientation, that makes their personality more complete. In the case of a lot of people, they don't know that, and so wherever their weakness is, they don't develop it at all, and that's where some people can seem strange to other people because they just simply don't have that characteristic. So uh, that being said, there's a lot in the class that's still to come. Uh, The students have all taken this test. And uh, as we get into each and every personality, which we're going to, we'll be going through their, their strengths and their weaknesses and all of the different things they can do in life and, uh, and all of that sort of stuff. So I want to encourage everybody out there. There is a free website called 16personalities.com. And if you like this little Myers-Briggs uh, section of the show, 16personalities.com. It's a free test, like 130 million people have taken it, so it's very accurate. And you get on, it takes about 10 10 minutes, I think, and at the end of the test, it will give you your four-letter acronym, and then you can read all about yourself and how you relate to the other uh, 16 personalities. It's really amazing, like how accurate they can be with just a you know a 10 minute test. It's unbelievable. It kind of makes you mad that you're that easy <laughs> right. to figure out. Anyway, when we come back after the break, we'll be joining Grace Fisher, uh, who will be talking about the the history of uh, St. Leo's and the history of Minot, and she's the great historian of the North. We'll see you after the break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.